0: A very good evening and welcome to Women's National Basketball League action between the AIS and the new team in the league, the Christchurch Sirens. John Keogh courtside at the AIS Training Hall in Canberra for the continuation of round two of the Defence Jobs WNBL on Sport Radio. Alongside me for tonight's call, it's a warm welcome to Simon Peters. Simon, looking forward to this one.
1: Yeah, it's good. The, the, the Christchurch seems a new one. Uh, it should be a close game.
0: Well, here's Craig Gravel catching up with the coach of the Christchurch Sirens, Lee Gooding.
2: Lee Gooding, a big start to your WNBL career in Australia. So you've pulled this season defending your shores, so you've got to do a lot of work offshore to be able to defend them.
3: Yeah, look, we do, and uh, it's a big challenge this weekend in Canberra with the two games, and uh, obviously two teams that have... uh, been together for a little while and uh, playing pretty good basketball at the moment so yeah big challenge for our girls first time on the road first time away from home so but uh, I think they're up for it and hopefully we can put on a good good, uh, good game tonight. How
2: have you found settling into the club and and getting everything the infrastructure in the front office the infrastructure on court up and running?
3: Yeah look it's still happening um, the club's had some changes in the early days with the CEO and there's a current interim CEO at the moment and a full time one about to start so there's been a lot of changes uh, over the last sort of four, six, eight weeks, even since I've been there. And uh, look, they're coming together slowly. They've got a lot, a lot to learn still, and uh, they're picking things up as they go along. You know, they're new to the league and new to the competition, so um, it'll take a little bit of time. But I think they'll, uh, they'll get it together. They're good people, and they work hard, so they shouldn't have any problems long term.
2: One thing they've done well is recruited a, a number of very experienced WNBL players, including last year's uh, championship
3: player in uh, Donald Wilkins. Yes. Yeah, no, look, they've done a pretty good job. They had to, um, I mean, there was a rule. they only allowed to have New Zealanders. So uh, we're not allowed to recruit any Australians, I think, for three years. Uh, And that was one of the rules of the licence for the team coming in the league. Uh, But I think for New Zealand basketball, that's a a good rule. And, um, you know, we've got a bit of a mix of um, some older players, but there's quite a number of younger girls as well around the 19, 20 mark that, um, you know, this is a real big... Uh, opportunity for them to play in a tough competition and uh, hopefully with the little bit of experience that we got there and those uh, older girls they can uh, help them along the way.
2: Well, all the best for tonight. Thank you very much. Well, Dean Kinsman, uh, an interesting night tonight. A team that, well, is brand new but there's plenty of experience out on the court. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, there's certainly enough experience in their group. You know, Two quality import players and uh, four or five national senior players in their group. Um, yeah, look, they've they've got a good experience and and really, after their start last week, they'll be as keen as to get into this one, so as we are.
2: The problem so far has been you start at minute, anywhere between minute 15 and minute 20 in these games. What have you been able to do this week to switch them on right from minute one?
4: Well, we've obviously, you know, gone back and looked at our, our, uh, our processes about our games and, and prep for our games. And uh, we've certainly looked at a couple of things and, and talked about it yet, oh, immediately after the game on Thursdays. I think, you know, really it's just a matter of sticking to the process and not going away from it and, and not trying to change too many things otherwise, you, you know, you sort of, which one's what and what's what, so the girls, are, you know, they've got their task to do and, and really sight unseen a bit so it's a matter of dealing with players that they haven't seen before and, and at the end of the day what we've asked them to do is execute our plan, our game plan, so that's what we're after.
2: I guess this is like a Sapphires or a Gems match where you don't get a chance to scout all those other nations.
4: Oh, no, you don't. Well, in the Wells, you, you, you do as you go, but you're doing it on the fly, so you really only have, you know, less than sort of 24 hours to prepare for every game, and the, the thing is that their coach came down on Wednesday and watched us play, and their team came in last night. I know they've already exchanged some tapes of our pre-season games, so they got a fair, fair bit of a heads up on us, but... I've told the girls, look, every team's going to scout you. It's just a matter of execution and how you adjust to, to different things of uh, what they do to you and how you read that and, and where you can take advantage of other things. So that's what we're on about.
2: Three games in a week, how are the girls should backing up fitness-wise?
4: Oh, look, to, me, to be honest with you, fitness is not a problem for us. I think if that's one thing that we've proved that we can run games out. Um, you know, We've got to utilise that, that advantage of fitness to be able to put more scoreboard pressure on early. And then that, that'll help us to get through the game. Uh, so fitness is not an issue for us.
2: One thing that's been an issue so far this year is uh, Francis and Tolo racking up a few early fouls that, in the stretch, really start to cost you when you get that runs off.
4: Yeah, look, we are uh, we looked at that and we've broken it down in the game save and we, we think a few of their fouls are coming from uh, some of the perimeter of defense inability to be able to contain some penetrators and some cutters and uh, Tolo and, and uh, Kayla are getting caught into some health situations and... And they're obviously going to be challenged enough as it is, so probably, you know, they're likely to pick up one or two, but we think they're picking up an extra foul that they don't need to. So we've asked for a bigger commitment from our perimeter people to be able to lock in on their man and, and uh, minimise that, that, that potential.
2: Well, all the best for tonight.
4: Thanks a lot. Cheers.
0: Hello, welcome to the AIS training hall. We're about 30 seconds into the beginning of the match between the AIS and the new team in the WNBL, the Christchurch Sirens, John Keogh. For Sport Radio courtside alongside me Simon Peters. Simon New Zealand leading 2-0 that's the Christchurch Sirens leading 2-0 early.
1: Yep Annika there yeah, just picking up her first foul of the game. She's fouled Kayla Francis. She's knocked down the first free throw and misses the second. New Zealand come away with the rebound.
0: The scorer for the Sirens was Lisa Wallbutton as they push the ball down the far end of the dribble. Left hand baseline pulled up short on the shot good rebound though coming from Wallbutton kicked it back outside to Awkward, and the Sirens will reset up, driving coast to coast to the basket, nice move there coming from Awkward. she couldn't make the bucket though, this time it's popped back in McMeek and Rusko doing the damage there, early for the Sirens, 4 points to 1, they lead the AAS Tolo in it underneath the basket, so it's yours
1: yeah they've been, uh, that's Mariana Tolo has been the go to player for the AIS in the last couple of games. We saw it in the big comeback where they almost took Sydney last week.
0: Wall Button to Awkward outside the right hand perimeter for the Sirens. Just looking to set up here. Wall Button, the go to player inside. She missed the pass. Francis on the turnover now for the Institute. Looks to dish it off. Does the hunt outside the left hand perimeter. Goes back to Francis. She kicks it to Newley. Ebsery right now right in front of us on the corner. Pulled up short on the three-point shot. Offensive rebound came to Francis. A fresh 24 seconds for the
1: Institute. Too easy for Kayla Francis. They're really out-rebounding the Tolo, guards.
0: Tolo's been fed in that side, and left-hand little lay-in from her. And the Institute, they have a distinct height advantage out there, Simon.
1: Certainly, there's no real size wall button. There's probably the the biggest of the New Zealand girls. And uh, she's not that big. She'd be maybe 6'3", six, 6'4".
0: Meanwhile, Ashley Orchard drives hard to the basket. Not Cole Hunt fouls her. The shot didn't drop. Orchard will go to the line to shoot a pair. Five points to four in favour of, of the AES over the Sirens. Orchard at the line misses the first free throw.
1: The media has been a, a little bit disappointing for the, the Christchurch team. They really don't know a lot about half the players in this team, unfortunately.
0: Orchard is... And American Import played with the University of Mississippi. She did make the second free throw there. The game locked up at five points all. Eight minutes remaining in this first quarter. Tolo caught on the hop there, threw it into the backcourt, and now it's a backcourt play against the Institute.
1: Well, that was good pressure there from New Zealand. That's the first trip down the floor we've seen them apply some real pressure in any sort of transition play.
0: McMeek and Rusko have the inbound pass halfway. caused course, the former... Bulleen Melbourne Boomer now suiting up for the Christchurch Sirens in this WNBL season. Awkward. Feats inside. Goes to McMeekin-Ruscoe. Katie Ebsery got a hand over the top of her. McMeekin-Ruscoe not happy with the treatment.
1: Oh, she got the foul call, so she <laughs> there wasn't any malice in it. It was just a reach for the ball there. Clipper across the shoulder. Nikita Lee Martin coming on for Katie Ebsery. So mcmeekin Rusko will go to the line to shoot the bonus.
0: And Martin had an outstanding game against the Capitals the other night on Wednesday. She shot 10 points. She'll be looking to back that up tonight. First free throw drops for McMeek and Rusko.
1: Yeah, Katie Ebsery, another uh, one of the... Well, she was the top scorer for the Institute with 15 points after a very quiet start against Sydney last week. McMeek
0: and Rusko makes it two from two. A wild pass from Hunt. Turnover here against the Institute. Wall button works into the front court for the Sirens. Pulls up, stops, feeds to... McMeek and Ruscoe looks to set up now outside the right-hand perimeter. Wall button. Feeds down low with Augustine. Turn around, J Shot under the basket. Ooh. Just rolls out. Did a lap of the ring, but did not drop. And now a foul called after the offensive board was pulled down for all the Sirens.
1: Anika Kerr with the offensive rebound. The foul has been called on Maya Newley, her first personal.
0: Maya Newley starting five tonight for the Institute. She was joined by Tolo Ebzeri hunt Anne Francis, Annika Kerr at the free throw line, and makes the first bucket without any hesitation. She's played with three other WNBL clubs, Annika Kerr, Melbourne, Townsville, and Nong. Makes it two from two from the free throw line. The Sirens get it out, the nine points to five. Their full court pressure at the moment is really putting a lot of pressure on the Institute. Me and... Martin faked the three point shot, fed it inside to Kayla Francis, appeared to get fouled there. Tolo got the rebound anyway, with the put back, can't make the shot though. It was
1: alright, it looked like it was ball.
0: Awkward, she's got some pace.
1: Anything but awkward in the way she was bringing the ball up the floor there.
0: Referees for this evening's game Drew Meads, Kyle Simpson, and Damian Nemeth. Inbound pass, left hand sideline for the sirens Kerr has the ball to wall button just taking their time in offense really using the clock well the sirens at the moment it's down to seven seconds though awkward has it at the top of the key she drives hard against Hunt with the one hand lane looks nice off the glass
1: that's something you're going to have to watch they really don't want to get that one-on-one isolation with awkward she's clearly got some speed and some some hops
0: 11 points to five the sirens over the institute, Hunt left her player behind, fakes one way, goes hard to the basket, puts up the shot and's fouled.
1: Yeah, really bailed out there, she ran into a bit of trouble and I think it was McKick and Roscoe ended up picking up a foul, yeah, her first. She really didn't need to foul there.
0: Nicole Hunt will go to the free throw line, she shot at 70% from the charity strike last year. Joined the Institute program midway through the season and proved to be a pretty handy little point guard.
1: Yeah, a handful of games she was uh, had played some pivotal roles and some almost wins there for the Institute. They had a tough season last year, of course, without a single win, but um, no, she's a player with a, with a future, that's for sure.
0: She makes the two free throws, checks out of the game, subbing in is Jamie Kennedy. Now, a full court press coming from the Institute. Kennedy. She's going against Awkward. Awkward trying to work into the front court. Annika Kerr sets a heavy screen on Kenneth D. Ball fed to Augustine now. Kerr out the top of the key. Big J coming off Awkward. Can't make the bucket. Newly rips down the rebound for the AAS. Works it into the front court on the left hand driver. Looks to go all the way. Pulls up with a shot and makes the bucket.
1: That's really bad defence from New Zealand. No one even attempted to pick up the transition D there. And uh, she was pretty much left to just dribble it in to just below the circle in the middle of the key and hit an easy basket.
0: Wild dish from Awkward, newly got a hand to it, knocked it out of court. 11 points to 9, the Sirens lead the Institute. 5 minutes 56 remaining on the first quarter clock. Donna Wilkins, the former Canberra Capital Championship player. McMeek and Rusko feeds wall button, fell short on the shot from the left hand baseline. Francis ripped down the rebound, she dribbles up the court, into the front court now to Muley. Thinks about going left-hand baseline, she does. Tried to kick it out to Tolo. Good defensive work, though, from Wilkins.
1: Yeah, not, a, not the best decision on that drive there, but uh, AOS recovering well.
0: Awkward, bounce pass up the top of the basket. McMeek and Rusko, goes to Wallbutton down low, feeds it, Awkward, back to Wallbutton, kicks it off the glass for the two-point javes. Just
1: a little give-and-go there, that was nice play. Awkward's going to draw that sort of attention. She's very, very quick.
0: Jamie Kennedy... Brings the ball up for the Institute, Mia Newley. Drives left hand, and that time she is fouled as she goes to the basket.
1: Very late on the call. She was fouled fairly well on the, at the beginning of that drive, and she'll uh, easily go to the basket, I would imagine.
0: Institute will go to the line. Meanwhile, Wall Button checks out, and Natalie Purcell checks in for the Christchurch Sirens. 13 points to nine, their lead over the AES. Five so minutes to nine remaining.
1: A season on the bench for the Flames, I believe. One or two seasons where she came off the bench for Sydney. Really didn't get a lot of minutes.
0: and Neely missed the first free throw. Missed the second as well, so that's disappointing. Purcell rips down the rebound for the Sirens, works it into the front court on the dribble. McMeek and Rusko looking to feed Wilkins under the basket. Tolo caught with the cheap shot under the basket.
1: Yeah. Just no real need there. Let her get the ball and let her have to do all the work. She really kind of reached over the back there when she didn't need to. She was just kind of
0: reaching in, wasn't she? It's yeah. not one of those fouls that you want to see your big girls committing. You'd rather see them going a genuine foul when someone's going hard at the basket.
1: Definitely. I mean, Tolo's a big girl. Let the player get the, get the ball and, and then have to go to work and try to score around or over the top of her rather than, you know, basically <laughs> reward them with a, a cheap shot there.
0: First time out of the evening has been called. We'll take a break on Sport Radio back soon. Welcome back to Sport Radio. Just checking out of the time out there. Christchurch Sirens, 13 points to nine, leading the Australian Institute of Sport. Purcell loads up for the long three-point bomb. Wilkins, the offensive board, that's a nice putback.
1: Yeah, Donna's tough. She's a very, very strong player, and she's right at home in there.
0: Steph coming onto the court for her first minutes of the evening. Kennedy around the right-hand perimeter. Francis fake the three-point shot over the top of Augusta and then feeds it back outside to Kennedy. Inside Martin, Tolo, little fleet can't make the bucket. Wilkins rips it down. And then there's a foul called on the RAS. I think
1: Look. that's on Tolo again, which... No, it was on... Sorry, it was on Jamie Kennedy. So that's lucky. I thought maybe Mariana Tolo would pick up another cheap foul there.
0: They're in the bonus already, the Christchurch Sirens, and Dean Kinsman, the coach of the AIS, not happy at all because there's still four and a half minutes remaining in this first quarter.
1: Yeah, the score 15-9 to 9 in, the, in favour of the Sirens at the moment, I don't know that that's really indicating the game, I think the AIS have been unlucky with a couple of, couple of poor decisions driving to the basket and a couple of shot selection mistakes, but they're... Overall, I'd say they're playing the better basketball at the moment.
0: Wilkins rattles the first three-throw. The second one was more convincing. They both dropped, however. 17 points to nine. Nikita Martin pulls up right-hand baseline, then feeds it inside to Tolo, who went hard to the basket. Wilkins called for the foul.
1: Yeah, that was a bit unlucky there. Um, not, not the wisest pass to Tolo. She had two defenders on her when the pass came in, and then they stepped in and, and fouled her and really bailed her out there because the pass was delivered her about thigh level, so it was a difficult one for her to pick up and then try to turn into a shot, but she makes a count with the, uh, the first free throw dropping down for her.
0: Mariana Tolo, 196 centimetres tall, the tallest player out on the court tonight, Francis, the offensive ball with nice. the put back. nice little work.
1: Yeah, they're going to be an integral part to the AIS doing well this season, is that combination there of, of Tolo and Francis.
0: They are really the two keys to this, aren't they? I mean, they've got some good smaller players in the likes of Katie 3 but the two-talls is where they do the damage most. Absolutely. And Francis is coming off a, no, a non-scoring game against the Capitals the other night. Wow. She'll be expecting... <laughs> I, I said Craig Rivella to ask to see if he could find out when the last time Kayla Francis didn't score in a WNBL game. And, well, she scored 22 points the first game of the season. Here's Tola under the basket. Yes, nice. to their feet off the bench.
1: And that's it, you know, the game was there for seven points. It's it's already back straight away to three. Just from two, you know, level-headed good plays down the court to your big girls, let them go to work.
0: Almost a steal coming for Tolo there against Wilkins. Ball flicks back out to Purcell. Augustine now drives to the foul line. Francis got a foot to it almost. Purcell loads up with two seconds on the shot clock. Can't make the bucket. Francis rips down the board. Passes to Kennedy, running the floor. Totolo under the basket. There nice move yeah. and great teamwork.
1: And that's the stuff that, did, that it was only a matter of time before those sort of plays and that running started paying off for the institute, back to a one-point ball game.
0: Mariana Tolo already up to nine points with three minutes remaining in this first quarter. She is dominating at the offensive end of the court and at the defensive end as she gets the rebound. Kennedy doing a great job running the floor. Here's Tolo Bad again bust. receiving from Francis, for the travel on Tolo.
1: Yeah, that was not not a wise pass from Kayla there, but uh, I guess you know they they hit her on that drive the last two times down the floor, and she's done something with it. But um, yeah, I mean this is this is much much more working into the uh, the game plan for the the institute now. You mentioned earlier, John, the size difference. It's not just a size difference, I don't think either. It's, a, it's an athleticism. You watch when New Zealand are uh, not in transition and they're forced to, to play up against a, an already set up AIS defense. Uh, particularly Kayla Francis, she's got amazing hands. I mean, she's however tall, 194, three? three? Yeah, four, yeah, yeah. Got, a, got a massive wingspan and you see it all the time. We've seen it the last two or three trips down the floor, in that sort of passing through the New Zealand offence, you'll see Tolo or Francis. Francis will sit high in the middle of the key there and just get a hand in the passing lane. to knock a ball free, you know, knock it down. And then in the last trip down here, we saw it turn into a rush three-point shot. They've got two, two big players under the basket ready to pick up the rebound, push it back up the floor.
0: And hasn't Jamie Kennedy added some spark and penetration since she's been out on the court, particularly on the penetrating dribble up the court with the transition?
1: Yep, um, it's one of the things that might work against, and I think it did in the beginning of the game against the Institute, is the the physicality. It's always a problem with the Institute teams because the bottom line is they're young girls; they're not used to the physicality of, of the WNBL, sometimes to sort of get it knocked around. And you know, not not saying that Christchurch are playing a dirty game or anything, but they're playing defence right up in their face, so, um, you know, sometimes for the younger players, that's hard to handle.
0: Sirens working into the front court through Susie Bates on for her first minutes of the evening. They lead 17 points to 16, the Sirens over the Institute, wild pass from Wilkins, out of court.
1: So Donald Wilkins is going to give them a lot with regard to uh, physicality under the basket and, and just, you know, knowledge of the game and experience, but... She's really the only big out there against two bigs.
0: Mia Newley passes to Steph Cumming outside the right-hand perimeter with Francis. Flicks it to Kennedy to Cumming. A long way out of the perimeter now. Francis double-teamed inside. Wilkins almost got the intercept. the ball call. Which way is the possession (laughs) arrow going?
1: Kayla Francis did a great job. That was a sort of of eye-of-the-needle pass. She did a great job to get a hand to it, let alone grab onto it, and then had three New Zealand players sort of going for it there and she managed to hang on to it the whole time.
0: Institute ball, offensive Ooh. baseline. Wild pass from Newley and all the way down the court at the other end, Orchid runs onto it, an easy lay-in.
1: Yeah, it's just those little brain snaps that the institute have got to stay on top of.
0: 19 points to 16, two minutes 10 remaining in this first quarter. Francis distributes over the top to Kennedy who puts it to Cumming. Cumming now, Newley. Three, the three-point line. She loads up and hits the bucket. We're all tied up.
1: She's a Newley. She doesn't need an invitation to shoot. And she was wide open there on the three-point line and made New Zealand pay. Not only is she related
0: to Brad Newley being his sister, she's also a distant relative of Bernard Fanning, the lead singer of Powderfinger. No of So, some pretty famous genes around about in the Newly street bloodline. and
1: shooting ability. Yes.
0: <laughs> Kayla Francis, great There's defensive long work ends. from her. Yeah. Strips the ball and works it into the front court now Steph Cumming, 19 points all 1 minute 30 remaining first quarter the ball with Nikita Martin outside the left hand perimeter, Kennedy working hard drives to the foul line, then the elbow spots up Martin on the three point doesn't hit the shot though, Wilkins the rebound passes to Awkward, she works it up the front end of the court now for the siren, pulls up with an athletic looking Jay and nothing but net
1: She's a very typical US college point guard, she's got that the quicks and the, the jump shot and uh, yeah she will be interesting to see how she pans out during the season.
0: She looks like an exciting player to have in the WNBL. Says she's keen to be in New Zealand for a few years but she still does have aspirations to play back in the WNBA from her homeland. Don't they all? <laughs> but she could be a real excitement machine this season. There's not many players like her in the league Simon who are small fast Able to hit the J and drive to the basket as
2: well.
1: Yeah, she's she's very athletic. We saw that first drive where she uh, was able to pick up the steal and don't know what the hell. That <laughs> was a very Purcell interesting
0: play. That. Purcell intentionally passed it into the back of Nia Newley and then Purcell went and ran and got the ball on court. Very interesting stuff. She didn't appear to have an option from her teammate, so it was on one hand, it was, it was very, very smart, was smart, you, but on the other hand, it, I
1: thought, what the hell is she doing? but it uh, turned out very nicely in the end. She clearly knew what she was doing.
0: Yeah, she had to hit her right in the square of the back though, didn't she? Because if she hit her on the side, it could have landed anywhere. At the line now is Annika Kerr. She misses the first free throw. 21 points to 19. The Sirens over the AIS. Inside the last minute here of the first quarter, Kerr makes the second bucket from the free throw line. That's a three-point lead, the Sirens. Jamie Kennedy running the floor for the Institute on the right hand dribble. Down the right hand wing. Ebbs three back onto the court. Kicks it back outside. They're playing around this perimeter a lot tonight, the AS. Really looking to set up. Now oh, Mia nice really drive. drives hard to the basket. Doesn't drop though.
1: Unlucky, Kurt, that was a great drive.
0: The rebound passes off court to Bates. She goes all the way herself. Coast to coast, and the ball wedged between the backboard and the ring.
1: That will be a jump ball, I believe, in the rules. And
0: Possession arrow, I think, is going the way of the Sirens this time because the AIS got the last one.
1: Hey, Kayla Francis jumps up, slaps it out. Both benches looking for a ball to get down there to knock it free, but Kayla just says, no, nah, it's all right, I got it, guys.
0: Purcell take the pass for the Sirens on the offensive baseline. McMeekin Rusco Ruscoe breaks for her now, ignores that. She can't go into the back of Mia Newley this time. Gets it back outside to Bates. Bates pulls up after a dribble, Kerr working around left-hand perimeter, Wilkins can hit the three-pointer, we saw it do it on a few occasions for the Capitals last season, good offensive rebound there coming from Purcell, drives the basket, misses it, newly transitioned basketball, and there is the quarter-time siren, the Capitals can't get the shot up in time. At quarter-time here at the AIS Training Hall, the Christchurch Sirens leading the Australian Institute of Sport, 22 points to 19 Simon, a slow start for the institute, but they fought back well in the second half.
1: Yeah, they um, didn't look too bad. I mean, there there were moments where they had had the problems, but uh, in general, you know, three points down, I think they're looking in good shape.
0: Time for a break here on Sport Radio. Back with all the second quarter action in just a moment. Back for the second quarter action. Simon Peters, how are the scores looking to quarter time?
1: The, uh, probably the stat that stands out the most is New Zealand shooting. They're shooting at 36%, which is, isn't too bad, but the Institute's shooting at 50% and uh, down by three. So,
0: Newley drives hard to the basket. He drops. She draws the foul on Annika Kerr. She'll go to the line for the three point play.
1: Canberra crowds are very used to seeing, seeing Annika Kerr in the foul situation, so they'll be in, enjoying that one. A bunch of the capitals have rolled up uh, over that first quarter. We've got. Uh, Coach Carrie Graff, Tully Bevilacqua, Kelly Abrams, Abby Bishop, Caitlin Cunningham and Tracy Beatty all sitting over there on the sideline.
0: And Newley, all of a sudden, up to eight points. How are the individual scorers looking, Simon? Well,
1: we've got Newley on uh, on eight points. Uh, Mariana Tolo with, with nine for the Institute. And for New Zealand, it's uh, Ashley Awkward leading the way with seven points and then a bunch of players with four coming Wait. up.
0: McMeek and Rusko down the right-hand lane. Makes the bucket off the glass. So Jamie Kennedy doing the ball-carrying work. Had a very good first quarter, I thought. Works into the front court, pass to Mia Newley. in now outside the left-hand perimeter. Works away to the foul line. Gives it to Newley. Hits the three-point again.
1: Man, almost exactly the same spot as she hit that one in the first quarter.
0: Her second triple of the evening, and she's made a three-point play as well. So she's up to ten points. And they've come in, well, nine of those have come in three plays. (laughs) McMeek and gives it to Purcell
1: in the basket. It's a big
0: block coming from Newley as well. She's doing it at both ends.
1: Well, she's athletic. She's, uh, you know, anyone that's familiar with her brother's Mm. style of play in the NBL, he is an incredibly athletic player. And Mia showing a lot of that as well.
0: McMeek and with the catch and shoot. She was fouled in the process. Didn't look like there was a lot in it. Shot it from the left-hand baseline.
1: Jamie Kennedy picking up the foul, that was, yeah, of course it is a good 30 metres down the court from us. So
0: Second personal of the evening for Jamie Kennedy, but not too much of a concern at this stage. 24 points all the score, 9 minutes remaining, second quarter, mcmeekin rusko at the line, first one rattles out. mcmeekin rusko made her first two free throws this evening, she normally shoots at 85% in the WNBL. And the second one does drop, so she's shot three from four from the line tonight. Double substitution, Wilkins and Purcell sitting down for the sirens. Checking back in Augustine and also wallbutton Nicole Hunt is back in for the Institute too. Oh, pass, just got it to Mia Newley, who's got the hot hand for the Institute. Almost fouled there by Augustine, not called by Damien Nemeth, though. Kennedy, oh, swings it in nicely to Mia Newley, working away under the bar Oh! lay-in. She is on fire.
1: (laughs) That was a slick little play there from Mia. That was great.
0: Mia nearly up to 12 points for the game. 18 seconds on the shot here for the Sirens. Bates almost lost control of it. Had to distribute it back outside to Wall Button. At the three point, underneath now, Augustine receives the pass to fade away Jay. Can't hit the shot. Meek and Rusko battling hard. Works it to Augustine. who gives it to Kerr under the basket. She puts up the shot and is fouled, I think, by Tolo.
1: Yeah, but... Tolo to second personal. Had her in a bit of trouble there, so uh, not a problem at all. The AAS in the lead now for the first time in this game with a little reverse from Mia Newley. Yes,
0: well picked up by Craig Revell, who's doing all the stats off the air tonight. He'll be catching up with us shortly, but he's also been speaking, of course, pre-game to the respective coaches too. Annika Kerr made the first free throw. Missed the second. McMeek and Rusko got a favourable rebounding position there. Missed the putback, though. Francis the rebound. Hunt now down the left-hand wing. Works it into the front court. Francis lobs it over the top. Kennedy has time from the three-point arc. Overcooked the shot, though. Disappointing result.
1: Yeah, didn't really need to make that shot, either. They had plenty of time.
0: McMeek and Rusko. She scores
1: again. Nothing but net. Christchurch back out to the two-point lead.
0: Hunt's pass is touched out of court by Bates it'll uh, be an Institute ball on in the left hand wing
1: Institute uh, really appear to be struggling with Hunt bringing the ball up
0: yeah she's not in her best form tonight, here she goes from the three point arc, missed absolutely everything, Jamie Kennedy with the easiest of putbacks
1: Anika stood there and watched her though, that was bizarre
0: 28 points all Kennedy her first points of the evening she's been carrying the ball well now on the scoreboard as well
1: Francis. There's those hands. Carla Francis has got a, a long reach and she's just able to get into position and, and spoil a pass on so many occasions. Nikita Lee-Martin coming back on for the Institute.
0: 28 points all, 7 minutes 30 remaining on the second quarter clock here. Mia Newley on 12 points. Mariana Tolo on 9 for the Institute. It's fairly more evenly spread for the Sirens. Nine points to McMeek and Rusco and seven to Awkward. The Sirens have the inbound pass. McMeek and Rusco under the basket. Short on that shot. Francis pulls down the board. Works it in the front court. Awkward pass for Hunt. Somehow managed to get it back to Francis. She ran out of court.
1: Nikita Martin hits the three back. That was good. Um, Francis unlucky not to get a foul called.
0: Nikita Martin hit two three-pointers against the Capitals on Wednesday night. That's the third three-pointer. The Institute have hit tonight. The other two coming courtesy of Mia Newley.
1: Travel called on Lamisha Augustine.
0: 31 points to 28. The Institute are back in front by three points here.
1: Tolo. Ashley Awkward back on for the siren, so that'll be a big help for them.
0: Nicole Hunt passes to Nikita Martin. Francis sets the screen for her. Martin goes to the basket. Ooh. While Tolo was is waiting underneath the basket. The pass slipped through her hands though. McMeek and Rusko on the transition down the court for the Sirens. Pulls up outside the perimeter. Feeds it back outside to Awkward. She passes back to McMeek and Rusko. Nikita Martin guarding her. Passes to Kerr up the top of the arc. She distributes now to wall button, works into oh. the left hand elbow, wild shot, Nicole oh, Goal heart, shot. the smallest player on the court, gets the rebound, dribbles behind her back, works into the front court, nice work, Tolo, at the top of the perimeter, here's Martin now, right hand perimeter, Tolo, and Francis posting up inside, Martin's pass, intended for Hunt, landed out of court. And Just a time- to... timeout called, Simon?
1: Yeah, a good, this is, um, you know, the Institute not playing that great, certainly not playing as well as they were in that first quarter. But up by three, so they, are, you know, they'd be happy. Uh, obviously, Dean wants to talk about something with the girls. They are struggling. It's almost like New Zealand, uh, sorry, Christchurch, have decided to target um, Hunt. They're really working up on a double teaming, when she comes up the floor, I don't know if they've scouted her as being maybe soft on the ball carrying duty, but they've really done a job on working on her. And the AOS haven't really had a clean transition up the floor at all this quarter. That being said, they have recovered really well. They've, they've managed to save the ball and move the ball around and, and get some er, open looks at the basket. So, things looking alright for the chute
0: The Institute have shot the ball better in this second quarter, making the most of their opportunities from behind the perimeter but also inside too with their toss. Tolo was terrific early and also uh, me and Newley hitting a couple of three-pointers.
1: Well, they're doing a great job of that. We saw a a real purple patch for them in that first quarter where it was Tolo, Francis, Francis, Tolo just coming in, making layups and you know working over the, the smaller uh, Christchurch forwards but uh, they're now starting to draw a bit more attention as, as you would, you'd adjust if, you, if you're the, uh, the Christchurch coach and now we see you know, Mia Newley starting to light it up a little bit uh, Martin and, and some of the other girls getting some nice outside looks as you mentioned.
0: Players making their way back out onto the court. 31.28, 6 minutes 20 remaining on this second quarter clock. The AIS with a three-point lead over the Christchurch Sirens. Augustine from right in front of our Sport Radio commentary box brings it back inside to McMeekin and Rusko who has interestingly hasn't been scared to press the ball up the court herself on the dribble tonight. Probably didn't play that role so much last season with Boleen. Here comes Augustine, one nice. way, or the other, oh, a lovely little spin-around shot.
1: She set up and isolated that one-on-one, uh, up the, the top right-hand corner of the key there, and just worked it down, that was a nice move.
0: Francis turns the ball over, Nikita Martin turns it over back for the Institute, double teamed by McMeek and Rusko, and also Awkward. Hunt received the pass from her, Tolo, the one and two, give go to Hunt, who doesn't go to the basket. Pulls up for the three, a long wild bomb. Francis, easy the rebound. offensive board, that was too easy against Wallbutton She goes to the basket herself, misses a shot though.
1: That's on though all night, I think, whilst, um, particularly whilst Donald Wilkins is not on the floor, the Wallbutton is really the big only you know player that's going to be able to compete with Tolo and Francis. Terrific
0: running there by McMeek and Rusko on the transition and received a great half-court pass from Awkward and was able to put the lay in. Foul called on Mariana Tola. Was it Annika Kerr?
1: Annika Kerr, yeah. Her second personal. Just N- grabbed her across the arm there as she was going for that pass.
0: Nicole Hunt with the pass on the offensive baseline for the Capitals. Newley breaks for her now. Ignores that. Now she goes to Newley. She's got the hot hand from this territory. Ooh. She's three from <laughs> three from the triple.
1: It doesn't look like losing, like missing that shot. It's very nice.
0: Mia Newley, 14 points. Awkward on the left-hand perimeter. Institute back in front now by a point. 33-22, McMeek and Rusco drives right-hand lane. Francis pulls down the boards and fouled by Annika Kerr, that's her third personal. She may have to take a sit-down.
1: look at Kala Francis' game before. I mean, she she only has three points for the game, but she's really stamped her authority at both ends of the floor.
0: Annika Kerr does take that sit-down. Donna Wilkins checking back in for the Sirens. Wilkins, interestingly, I was reading her profile before the game. Her occupation, a radio announcer, would you believe, Simon? There you go. We'll have to have a chat with her after the game. Turned over against the Institute. (laughs) McMeekin-Ruscoe, she might show us out, though. Drives all the way to the basket. She is hot at the moment, McMeekin-Ruscoe.
1: She's a real wild card, Kate McMeekin-Ruscoe. We saw a few games last year with, with bullying where she has the ability... She's a very unorthodox player. You watch the way she brings the ball up the floor the way she cuts and, and sort of dances around. It's not very orthodox. It's not not what you'd call a pretty game either. It's kind of all over the shop, but it works. It's great. And it, when she gets on a streak, we're, start, we're starting to see it here now in, in this game tonight, she can really sort of take off. And I think she's very hard to defend because she had that unorthodox and you know, you're know never sort of sure what to expect. She had a fairly quiet game in their opener, I think, only uh, four points, I think, up against uh, Townsville last week. Six. But, uh, oh, sorry, six, yeah. yep. Um, but yeah, she's definitely a player to watch. She's, she's one of those players that can. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really see her do a lot in this first quarter, but now she's just able to throw it up a gear. And and she's already up to,
0: already up to 13 points. Yep. She had, had only had four at quarter time. Yeah, so nine points in this second quarter. There's still four and a half minutes remaining in it. and me, and Newley are the go-to players for both teams at the moment.
1: She's got that great thing that, that coaches love too, where she's just she's just 100% go the whole time. You ne- you never see her slacken off. You never see her. Not diving on the ball, or, or you know, she really wants that ball all the time.
0: Mm, she looks like a real competitor, mm-hmm. really a go-getter. That's,
1: that's something you can't you can't teach. That's just something that's in certain players.
0: Molly Lewis on for her first minutes. Passes to Nicole Hunt in the back court for the Institute. Works it down the left hand wing, dribbles behind her back, pulls up just inside the front court, narrowly missing the cross court, and Molly Lewis is fouled by Ashley Awkward. A soft one.
1: Yeah, not a great. Uh, you know, not really necessary. the players just come on the floor there you don't really need to head over and foul up, unless that's a, a tactic of the, the team to, to make sure they put them on the back foot as soon as they're out here
0: sirens up to four team fouls for this quarter one more the institute will be in the bonus for the remaining four minutes newly again puts the shot up this time from inside the paint and one get on the
1: three back. so we'll forgive us for not, not, not knocking that one down
0: Susie Bates, for of the sirens. Crossover dribble, pulls up outside the top of the perimeter, feeds to Augustine driving. Oh, great
1: newly again. Oh,
0: terrific block. Works it down the court. Here comes Hunt, bounce pass to Nikita Martin, unselfish, puts it in.
1: Yeah, good ball movement from the Institute. Their transition game has been brilliant tonight. Really good.
0: 35 points to 34. The Institute back in front by a point here. 3 minutes 49 remaining on the second quarter clock. Now, who it will be out of court on? The pass came from Bates. Nicole Hunt claiming it was out of court on her opponent, Ashley Awkward. The referee disagreed. Awkward will get the free pass in from the left-hand sideline. Bates passes to Wilkins outside the right-hand perimeter. Championship player of the Capitals, a flat-looking three-point pancake shot. Went up, missed. Nikita Martin to Hunt. Now into the front court with Francis. Gives it to Lewis. She is a three-point specialist. Toe was on the line, mm. though. Didn't hit the shot anyway. Wilkins pulled down the rebound. It
1: but was this, wall button. This, uh, the defensive transition for Christchurch is not good.
0: Francis rips down the rebound after. Awkward missed the shot. Passes to Lewis. Right-hand wing. Gets nice it to faith. the left-hand corner. Nikita Martin fake the shot. Drives left-hand baseline. Missed the shot, though. And good turn over here from Awkward. Hunt runs into her, draws the foul.
1: Yeah, a bit of a deliberate foul, trying to slow her down there. That's probably not a bad move against Awkward. She's, when she gets out on a run like that, she's going to be very hard to stop in a one-on-one.
0: Jamie Kennedy checks back in. Mia Newley, who's on 14 points before half-time, takes a sit-down. Bates has the pass on the right-hand sideline to Wilkins, lobs it over the top to Wall Button against Molly Lewis, a mismatch there.
1: Yeah, and had the seal too, Lewis was out of position and Wall Button positioned herself very, very well to be able to get an easy look at that basket.
0: Hunt passes to Nikita Martin, Kayla Francis sets the screen for her, takes the two steps to the basket and she's found by Augustine.
1: It's a good, smart play from Martin, I think she knew maybe halfway into that. Uh, she was getting fouled, and, and it wasn't going to be an easy, easy trip to the line. She just kept going, though. Probably, you know, if the foul wasn't called, she, she would have travelled, but uh, she knew she was getting work, so rolled the dice and, and comes away with the two free throws.
0: Nikita Martin shot at 77% from the free throw line last season in the WNBL. Makes the first from the free throw, three point, free throw line. Beg your pardon. How will she go with the second? Right in front of our Sport Radio commentary books. And makes the second. She is up to seven points. And the Institute up to 37. They lead by a point. 37 to 26. Two and a half minutes <coughs> left on the clock in this second quarter. Bounce pass from Awkward down the left-hand flank. Now with Wilkins. Fires for three. That's her third attempt. She's missed all three from that range tonight. Kennedy grabs the rebound. Works now into the front court. Passes to Lewis. Gives it to Hunt on the left-hand perimeter. Awkward guarding her. Steps around Awkward now. Goes coast to coast. Nice. And she's fouled by Awkward. And that'll be her second personal. Was it before the shot or in the act of shooting, Simon? I'd say she'll be going
1: to the line. Yeah, they're in the bonus now anyway, so it won't be an issue. That was um, a bit of, bit of back at you there for Awkward. Uh, Nicole Hunt took her on and, and she's small and she's quick as well. So she was able to, to get that just half a step ahead and... Auckland really didn't have the option. Nicole Hunt. To do anything else, but.
0: Put too much on the first free throw from Warnable in Victoria. Played 13 matches for the Institute last season. Mermaid
1: country. (laughs) Deanna Smith, who used to play here at the Capitals, used to play ABA down at uh, Warnable for the Mermaids.
0: Oh, look at that ball carrying from Auckland. That is supreme. Worked it behind her back into the front court. Passes now to Natalie Purcell. Works it back to Awkward. Drives left-hand baseline into Hunt. And Hunt is called for the foul. Just didn't ground herself in time.
1: Going to the Dean bonus Kinsman. Third, third personal there
0: for Nicole Hunt. Dean are not happy with the call though. Shakes his head in disbelief at referee Damien Nemeth.
1: Yeah, not... Got um, to just let those ones roll really. I mean... The, the refs are calling a pretty good game so far. It's, um, it's been consistent at both ends. and Nicole's, you know, third foul, two minutes to go in the, in the half, and certainly plenty of other guards to come on, and I don't know that she's been too held done by on that call.
0: Awkward miss, both from the charity strike. Francis grabbed the rebound, and she was found after she grabbed it by Purcell, and it'll send Francis to the charity strike, because the Institute are in the bonus. They lead by two points, just over two minutes remaining. Katie Ebzeri, who hasn't seen all that much court time in this first
1: half. No, I think this is the first, her first time on the floor for this quarter.
0: Francis misses the first from the charity strike. Dean Kinsman having a word to referee Damien Nemeth. Uh,
1: Damien's a uh, real estate agent. He'd be well versed in the, in the uh, negotiation stakes, so I don't think he's gonna win that argument.
0: 39 points to 36. Hope you're enjoying the call on Sport Radio Radio this season. Sportradio.com.au.
1: Warburton passed the ball straight to a coach there. I don't know who was more surprised, her or him.
0: I don't think he was that happy to receive the pass (laughs) either, Simon. Standing on the sideline out of court. 39-36, the Institute with a three-point lead. Kennedy. Oh, Nikita Martin almost travelled as she was running back towards the backcourt. Managed to retain the ball, though. Passed to Molly Lewis. Looks to Kennedy, thinks about the three-point shot, fakes, drives to the elbow, kicks it back outside to Francis, puts up the long-bomb shot. Kennedy Kennedy. crashes it to the offensive board and then Purcell called for the foul. That was was
1: Just crashing into Jamie Kennedy as she was going for the ball. Not a huge foul, but it was definitely there and and great effort from, from Kennedy. She just sort of came out of nowhere and knew where that ball was going to land.
0: That was gutsy stuff from Jamie Kennedy. Missed most of last season... With the pinched nerve,
1: misses yeah, she, the first break. She showed go. a lot of promise early on in, in the game. She did play. It was a real, uh, you know, one of the one of the lowlights for the uh, the season for the two
0: Hits the second, and the Institute out by four points. Forty points to thirty six. A minute and a half remaining. Second quarter. Doing the ball carrying as she's done for most of the night for the Sirens. She's awkward. Passes to Wilkins, who's outside the top of the perimeter. Gives a little one handed pass to Bates. She gets on the right hand dribble, passes to Purcell. Lewis guarding her in her face. So she goes to the left hand paint side. Wilkins oh. with a fadeaway, nice shot.
1: It's her first, first basket of the night. Gee. No, a... sorry. <laughs> I clearly haven't been paying attention. Six points for her now.
0: Kennedy to Lewis who fires from abroad, hits the back of the eye. Kayla Francis rips down the offensive board, pops Ooh, back up yeah. a very awkward-looking shot. Yeah. never going to drop, Simon.
1: Yeah, I mean, they had, had a new 24 there. It would have been wiser to, to pull that back out and do something with it.
0: Two points, the lead, the Institute, enjoy. Half a minute remaining in its first half at the AS training hall.
1: Ooh. Lewis
0: called for the foul on wall button. Almost stripped her of the ball in the process. It was touch and the
1: go, I think I just had the um, those nasty three-point shots that Donna Wilkins has been putting up this evening burned into my brain, so I was uh, assuming she hadn't scored anything.
0: The sirens in the bonus, wall button, misses the first free throw. Hello, what's that in the background? It's squeaking possum in the wall, is
1: it? Some sort of, yeah, rabid beast sitting behind us in the walls here.
0: The girls on the bench are having a bit of a laugh, so they might be well accustomed to it, the Australian (laughs) Institute of Sport players. Rebecca Schatz not playing tonight, but she had a right smile on her face. Jamie Kennedy in the front court, 40 points to 38. The Institute passes back to Lewis, distributes over the other side to Embry. Drives to the foul line, puts up the shot, and fouled by Wall Button.
1: Yeah, Embry had a, had quite a bit of room just below the basket. There, picks up the, the third foul for Wall Button. There, Embry. I don't know that drive was on. I think she was a little lucky to get bailed out of that. Would have liked to have seen her pull up just below the free throw line, and knock down a. A jump shot but all's well that ends well she's going to the line to shoot two
0: and if dean kinsman wanted anyone at the free throw strike it is this young lady katie ebsbury 82 percent from the line the first one rattles in
1: this girl shoot about 500 free throws a week so you'd expect pretty much everyone at the institute to be a fairly good free throw shooter
0: and she's backed up your comments simon makes it two from two from the free throw strike katie ebsbury sitting on just the two points for the evening so they were her first down to seven seconds for the quarter here awkward fires from the left hand baseline misses offensive rebound fortuitously comes the first out and there's the halftime buzzer 42 points to 38 the AIS lead the Christchurch Sirens at halftime
1: yeah things will be going I think coach Kinsman will be fairly happy with with this result so far his um Chargers are certainly looking... Of course, I missed the game on Wednesday night against the Capitals, but compared to last weekend's game against Sydney, the AIS look much more composed. They're looking a lot more comfortable running their offense, running their place. The, the Sirens looking like a group that has only been together for a short while, and we're guessing from the... You know, a lot of the information about the players has been fairly late coming in, and uh, one would maybe assume that that is exactly what the case is. This group's come together fairly late, and you can see that to a certain extent. But that being said, you know, there's some exciting players out there, and they're certainly not out of this game. It's four points at half time.
0: Leading scorers on the court for the AIS. Mia Newley with 14 points. Marianne Atolo has nine. Nikita Martin, six. Four points to Kayla Francis. Three points to number 10, Nicole Hunt. Sorry, looking at the scoreboard here, Simon, instead of the actual <laughs> players themselves as we run through. And also two points to Katie Ebsery. They are the scorers for the AS. We've just had the scoreboard bench passes the score sheet. Simon, what about the Christchurch Siren scorers to halftime?
1: Yeah, Kate McMeekin Mac- Mac- Ruscoe with 13 points. Uh, Ashley Awkward with seven. I think Awkward had seven at quarter time, so didn't score in that second quarter. Uh, Lisa Walburton with six points and Donna Wilkins with six points as well. So, uh, not spreading the love too much, New Zealand, but um, as we said, it's a close game. It's 42-38, AIS's favour at half-time.
0: Back with more Sport Radio WNBL action very soon. Hello, if you've just tuned in on Sport Radio, you actually have joined us in post-match here at the AIS training hall. A technical difficulty has prevented us from bringing the second half action, however, we can report that the AIS have won their first game of the WNBL season in more than 12 months as well, 82 points to 67 over the Christchurch Sirens. John Keogh here for sportradio.com.au, joined by Simon Peters. Simon, a terrific win by the AIS. They've finally got the monkey off the back.
1: Yeah, a good a good game. They've, they looked solid through that entire game. They uh, had the their usual sort of blips and squeaks that, that, that a young developing team, which is what the AIS normally have on a night, but were able to come home with a really (laughs) full sail, wet sail there with 29 points in that last quarter to end up winning 82 to 67, a fantastic personal uh, effort from Kayla Francis, ending up with 14 points, 19 defensive rebounds, which is a new club record, so eclipsing the likes of Holly Grimer and Lauren Jackson, and 23 rebounds in total, which also is a new club record eclipsing those two, AIS and Opal's Greats as well. So she came home with a huge game. The top scorer for the Institute, Mariana Tolo, with 21 points, had an equally great game. She was very strong out there. Uh, Nicole Hunt came home with 13 points. And, sorry, Mia Newley, a wonderful shooting night from her, 18 points. Uh, For the Christchurch Sirens, it was Kate McMeekin and Rusko with 19 points. Uh, We also had Lisa Walburton with, 11 points and 7 rebounds. She had a strong game inside. And Donna Wilkins, former former Capital uh, WNBL champion, uh, she came away with 10 points and 10 rebounds. We interviewed her after the game. She's been sick for a week. Only arrived back from England a week and a half ago. So uh, a pretty great performance for her as well. But uh, really the, the story for Christchurch was some fairly poor shooting. They shot 32% for the game from the field. 2 of 12, only 16% from behind the arc and 50% from the line. So a pretty poor night shooting for those guys.
0: And Donna Wilkins fouled out midway through that last quarter. Yeah, They were only down by 6 points at that stage, the Christchurch Sirens. It was a bit of a contentious call. She certainly wasn't happy with it. Mm. No matter what your thoughts were on the call, it was the turning point of the game in some respects. The Institute were on top of that stage, but that Siren's still in with a chance then. But once she went off the court, they lost a lot of leadership.
1: Yeah, well, we, we, uh, we mentioned it through the call on a number of occasions that, uh, that Christchurch really struggled to, to try to uh, lock up Mariana Tolo and Kayla Francis inside. And, and a big part of the success that they did have with that was Donna Wilkins and Lisa Walburton. Walburton got into foul trouble in the third quarter, had to sit down, for quite a while and uh, we sort of speculated through that last quarter that if, if, if Walburton or Wilkins were fouled out of the game that they would find it very difficult to get back into and uh, that's pretty much exactly what happened once Donna fouled out.
0: Now we've spoken about Kayla Francis, There's tremendous effort tonight, the all-time leading rebound record for the Australian Institute of Sport falling tonight in her favour. Mia Newley, a terrific game by her as well. She shot three triples, and she was actually the leading three point shooter at the recent 2007 Junior World Championships. And she backed it up tonight with 18 points. She's really starting to make a name for herself.
1: Definitely, um, there was a you know it's pretty it's pretty hard when you're the the uh, the little sister of, of uh, one of the boomers, Brad Newley, who's a, a fantastic player. He was he came through here at the institute and excited the. Uh, the local fans for a couple of years here too and uh, I think there was a lot of expectation last season that she would be a similar style, you know, you just anticipate Brad Newley's little sister, she's going to be awesome um, she had a slower start, certainly slower than what Brad did when he was here but uh, as you said John, definitely this season you know, the two games that I've seen here she's really stepped up, she's obviously had a great world's competition as well I mean, you don't get uh, the award for the best three-point shooter in the in the world if you if you're not good, so Uh, Yeah, we expect big things from her this season and she seems to have finally come of age and is really starting to flourish.
0: Final scores tonight, the AOS were recording a win in the WNBL, 82 points to 67 over the Christchurch Sirens. Apologies for not being able to bring you the call of the second half, but the good news is for Institute fans, they have won their first game in the WNBL for more than 12 months. Simon Peters, we are going to have a sport radio call with Craig Gravel tomorrow night. The Capitals are hosting the Christchurch Sirens at Southern Cross Stadium in Tuggeranong, Canberra. So that's another game to look forward to. Of course, the Capitals will go in red-hot favourites in that match.
1: Definitely, yeah. I think Christchurch, was, they played hard tonight and they, they showed, you know, we uh, spoke with their coach after the game. He, he mentioned that uh, it's been an issue that they've only been together I think he said 10 days as a a team. So, uh, you know, it it is a big ask for them to um, rock up and and start playing in, you know, this is the league that produces world champions. It's it's a tough league, the WNBL, and we also, you know, talked about the amount of travel they're going to have to do this season. It's going to be a steep learning curve for them, but we certainly saw elements of of what could be a pretty strong team and and some some pretty impressive individual performances. But uh, they'll have a big night tomorrow night against the Capitals.
0: Simon, thanks for your company tonight. Well, thanks very much to our sportradio.com.au audience tonight. The AIS recording their first win in more than 12 months, 82-67, to 67, over the Christchurch Sirens in round two of the WNBL. Join Craig Gravel tomorrow night as he brings all the action along with Michelle Hocking, I believe, for the Canberra Capitals taking on the Christchurch Sirens. I'm John Kea on behalf of Simon Peters and Craig Gravel. Thanks for your company and tune in tomorrow night when the Capitals host the Sirens.